Hi, I'm Taylor, and welcome to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to episode six, toxins, specifically heavy metals. So toxins is such a big topic. I mean, there's there's a lot to talk about in regards to toxins that I decided to split it into two episodes. So today will be the first episode about toxins, discussing only heavy metals because that's a pretty big topic related to toxins. So I wanted to give that its own episode. And then episode seven next week, we'll be discussing the other toxins, things like plastics, toxins in our food, all other kinds of things. So before we get started, to preface this episode, I want to kind of forewarn you that as you listen to all the things that are considered toxic to us, it can feel really discouraging, kind of just like everything is toxic, so why even bother caring type of thing. And sure, like you can have that mentality, but I think it's important Um, to have awareness on what is toxic and what can cause harm because maybe it's not causing harm to you in the present but down the road it could be something that's causing issues and you know you you could prevent health issues from popping up in the future and you can help minimize health health symptoms that you have now and so I think even though it seems discouraging because there's so much just think about how the knowledge is actually going to be empowering because you can learn to protect yourself if you so choose. If you hear it all and you're like, I don't really care, I'm going to just keep doing living my life the way I want to live it, that's totally fine. But I know that uh, for some people, these could be root causes of serious health issues that they're dealing with and no matter what they do, they don't seem to feel better. And also toxins can even be a reason why it's really hard for people to lose weight. They could eat super healthy exercise all the time, yet they still can't seem to lose weight. And it could be hidden toxins in your environment or your food. So I think all the information is important to know, but just don't feel too discouraged. That's mostly what I wanted to say. So in the episode today, I am going to cover how heavy metals enter the body, I'll talk about what heavy metals do to our bodies, and then I will talk about how to protect ourselves, and that will include different supplements and herbs that help detox heavy metals. So to give a little background and introduction, um, if you live in the world today, if you exist and you are alive right now, it's basically impossible not to take in different toxins that are in foods in the environment. And it's basically even more impossible not to take in heavy metals. There are so many toxins that we're exposed to and that we consume all the time. And it's not common knowledge to know that these things are toxic, which is really sad. It's sad that um, you know companies don't do a better job at forewarning us that you know their product contains this and it can cause this. And it's more like hush-hush information unless you really do some digging and research. It's one thing to eat cookies, ice cream, donuts, etc., and know that they're bad for us and that they'll cause weight gain. But it's a totally different story when we're consuming something 
that we have no idea is doing us harm. And so I want to bring to your attention the things that you don't know are harming you so that you can make the decision to avoid them. If you're a person who feels totally healthy, no matter what you eat, you feel fine, maybe then it's not a big deal for you that you are exposed to so many toxins. But like I kind of mentioned earlier, for those people really struggling to lose weight, struggling with gut issues, autoimmune disorders, viruses, anxiety disorders, depression, which is most people, especially now with like the pandemic, it's a big issue. Toxins are a big issue if you're struggling with those things. Also, if you are uh, one of the perfectly healthy people, as I mentioned, um, and you don't think that you need to worry about toxins, that's true now, but it can't hurt to learn it and maybe take some measure to prevent developing diseases or cancers later in your life. Because the best form of healthcare or being healthy is disease prevention. Like why even get to a point where you're gonna have to battle cancer or something if you can help minimize the chances or even minimize the severity of something. So toxins in the body, especially when it comes to heavy metals, they accumulate inside of us over time. So the longer we are alive, the more toxic heavy metals enter our body and they never get flushed out. They just sit there. And that doesn't mean though that they can't cause issues when you're younger because they can. Um, people in their teens, 20s, and 30s can still have severe symptoms as a result of toxic heavy metals. And sometimes we like to think, you know, we feel off like if we're not feeling like our best, we're like, oh, we just feel off. And it's probably because we're like lacking some sort of nutrient in our diet, right? Oh, well, maybe I just need to eat more protein or, oh, I need to eat some more fat. Um, we never we never think it's like something else. Like we never give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. Like, well, I am eating a well-rounded diet. We Even if we are, we're like, oh, we must not be eating enough of whatever it may be. But if we're feeling off, and you still eat healthy, I think that's when it should be like a little light bulb in your head like, oh, maybe maybe it's heavy metals or some other toxin. So heavy metals will build up and build up and they sit in our liver and our gallbladder and our intestines. And if you think about like metal, metal is heavy, right? It sinks, it doesn't float. So when we are consuming little tiny pieces of metals, they're gonna sit lower in our digestive tract because they'll like kind of sink down essentially. And that's why they start accumulating in the liver, gallbladder, intestines. And so that's why when you do have heavy metal buildup, you have issues related to one of those three things. Heavy metals are poisonous and the longer they sit in our bodies, they start to oxidize, which the oxidation of the heavy metals causes damage to our cells and our organs, which then that leads to cancer and diseases. Yeah, it also can lead to weight gain, anxiety disorders, depression, eczema, and psoriasis. And a root cause of eczema and psoriasis is usually toxic heavy metal buildup. And when I say heavy metals, the metals that I am referring to are mercury, aluminum, copper, cadmium, 
nickel and lead. Those are the metals that are considered toxic heavy metals. So let's discuss how heavy metals enter our body. So I'll go through and talk about different sources of heavy metals. So first is using a normal deodorant. And by normal, I mean a non-natural deodorant. Most deodorant isn't a natural deodorant. Most of the deodorants that you get from the grocery store, CVS or Target, they contain aluminum. And that aluminum is soaked up by our by all the pores in our armpits. So you would want to opt for using a natural deodorant that is aluminum free. And using aluminum foil is another way that heavy metals enter our body. When you cook with aluminum foil, when you cover hot food in aluminum foil, it is contaminating your food with aluminum. Next is fish. Eating any fish is putting mercury into your body. And I know that they say salmon has, you know, the least amount. Yes, it has the least amount of mercury and heavy metals in it, but it still contains a fair amount. Um, also, just because our oceans are so polluted that it's practically impossible to eat fish that doesn't contain a fair amount of heavy metals. And so if you do enjoy eating fish, I would recommend just limiting it to a couple of times a month because the more you eat it, the more mercury you're putting into your body. And I would, I would argue that mercury is the most toxic of all the toxic heavy metals. Um, and then I know there's an argument that it's like, well, then just eat farmed raised fish. It wasn't in the ocean. Um, and then there's a whole other slew of issues that come with eating farm raised fish. And I'll talk about that in the next episode because there is a section of food toxins and I'm going to talk more about farm raised fish, but they're not kept in very clean enclosures. And a lot of times parasites and stuff grow where the fish are living. So maybe you're not eating fish with as much heavy metals, but then you're eating fish that contains a parasite or something. And so either isn't really great. So I recommend when it comes to consuming fish to just really minimize how often you are eating it, especially if you're a woman. Um, and we know that, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about this again, so I guess maybe I won't talk about it for too much right now, but we know that when women are pregnant, they can't eat fish because of the mercury, because it, it um, impacts the neurological development of the, the baby. Um, but even if you don't eat fish during pregnancy, if you eat a lot of fish and then you, all you do is stop eating it while you're pregnant, you're still gonna pass down the mercury in your body to your infant. Um, heavy metals can be passed down from a mother to a child because they do grow in inside of you. And if you have toxic heavy metal buildup, your, your baby will get that even if you're not consuming heavy metals during the pregnancy. And so again, I'll talk more about that um, later on in the episode. The next source of heavy metals entering our body is fish oil supplements. So we know fish is not good when it comes to heavy metals um, and so fish oil is the same uh, the mercury that fish contain sit in the oil of the fish so when you take fish oil you're actually getting higher amounts of mercury when you take that versus if you had just eaten a piece of fish um, fish oil is much more dangerous and as I mentioned, mercury will settle in the liver and the intestinal tract um, and start causing damage there. 
uh, a lot of companies will claim that they remove the mercury from the oil, but this isn't actually possible. So um, you're better off not taking it. Um, and the mercury that's in the fish oil actually has the power to enter the brain so much easier than the mercury in a piece of fish. And that's because um, uh, it'll enter the organ since it's much easier because it's bound to an oil. It's e more easily absorbed. Therefore, it's more dangerous. Um, so fish oil supplements or taking a fish oil supplement is basically asking to get um, Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, or chronic inflammatory disease in the brain. Uh, so if you take it, I would highly recommend stopping because it's just going to do you way more harm than good. And there are other omega-3 supplements that you can take that aren't fish oil and that are much safer there's vegan omega-3 supplements that provide the exact same dosage of omega-3s without the Alzheimer's or other brain disease. So the next way that we get heavy metals into our bodies is breathing in gasoline exhaust. That contains heavy metals. Certain light bulbs, although not really so much anymore, but I'll still point it out, certain light bulbs used to contain mercury and when they broke, you would breathe in that mercury. You couldn't see it, but you would breathe it in. During the 1700s and the 1800s, our ancestors used to use mercury therapy because at one point, doctors actually thought mercury was healing. And I think this is just an important lesson that it's like sometimes we don't know that something is dangerous at the time. And then later we learn, oh, shoot, we shouldn't have done that. And mercury was one of those things. And it actually caused people to get much sicker and die. And the ones that didn't die from the mercury therapy, they lived with high levels of mercury in their body the rest of their lives. And then that mercury, all that heavy metal, is then passed down to their children and then their children pass it down and so on. And so that kind of goes back to my point about women who eat a lot of fish or just have a lot of heavy metal in their body you can pass it down to your children. Um, and of course, that's a luxury that men don't have to deal with. But um, yeah, women do. And it's just something to think about if you are planning to have kids or if you already have kids. Um, because passing down that heavy metal, heavy metals um, can increase the child's risk for developing depression and anxiety disorder, autism, ADHD, different um, disorders like that. Next is pharmaceutical drugs. So prescription drugs, they do have a time and a place and they are life-saving resources um, that are essential in cases when there are no other options. Um, but the opposite can happen if they're used too often. So if a doctor wants you on a medication for a period of time to treat a specific thing, follow instructions because you want to make sure that you get whatever it is under control. But the more medications that you're on and the longer that you're on them burden the liver. So it's important to ask your doctor that if you are on medications for an extended period of time and you don't really have a choice to get off of them, that you get your liver enzymes checked. And this is just to make sure that the medication isn't causing 
them to rise because if, if they're rising, it means that something's going on with your liver and there might be a more serious underlying condition. Um, so yeah, definitely always follow the instructions of your doctor and medications do have a time and a place, but, um, if they're used too often when it's not super necessary, or if they're used too often and you don't really know that there's actually a different issue happening, um, it could be, um, detrimental and some pharmaceutical drugs actually do contain copper, aluminum, and mercury. So it's something to be aware of and it, sometimes it's really difficult to find if they are in a specific medication but um, ask your doctor see if they can look into it for you because um, if it does contain it and you don't want to take it I'm sure they could try to find something else that would be a better option for you so that's something to keep in mind next is fluoride which you may be thinking fluoride isn't a metal but actually, fluoride is an aluminum byproduct, which is why it's bad for our brains and bad for our well-being in general. And I had mentioned before, I think in the anti-inflammatory episode, that tap water contains fluoride, which is why you don't want to drink it. Um, also, since tap water contains fluoride, and when you take a shower, uh, that's the same water, and you're showering in uh, fluoride, and you can actually absorb the fluoride um, on your skin. So when you're taking a shower, you're absorbing the fluoride in the water that way as well. And the longer the shower you take or the more often you shower, the more fluoride you're getting into your body. Um, so it's just something to be aware of. That's kind of a harder one to address. The tap water, like not drinking your tap water is easier, but when you're showering in it, it can be more difficult. They do make shower filters that you can attach onto your shower head if you want to filter out the fluoride because um, if you're renting that might be like the best option um, if you're a homeowner you can get home filters for all the water in your house that will filter out fluoride and then you're safe all the way around um, so that is something to be aware of and then pots and pans that are aluminum or copper will contaminate your food when you cook in them ceramic is the best choice for pots and pans and then if you use stainless steel pots and pans, that's okay, um, but do not use a metal utensil in them because the scraping of the metal on metal will scrape off particles of the metal and it will get into your food. So if you're going to use stainless steel pots and pans, they're fine. Just try to use wood utensils. Don't use plastic utensils either. I'll talk about that in the next episode, but the plastic is just going to like get into your food. So you're better off using wood utensils in a stainless steel pot and pan, but the best pots and pans are ceramic. And then the last thing for ways heavy metals get into our bodies is tap water, which I kind of talked about because it contains fluoride and it also contains other heavy metals. So don't drink your tap water and if you can filter the tap water that you shower in, that's even better. So now let's switch topics a little bit and talk about what heavy metals do to our bodies. So heavy metals are food to viruses. They're food to bad bacteria, food to fungi, parasites, worms. So if any of that is present in your body, the more heavy metals that are coming into your body are feeding those things. And then it's really hard to get that stuff to go away, especially then the more food you give it, the more they'll grow. So this means that if you're someone who struggles with 
strep throat, which tells you that you have a sign of strep bacteria in your gut. Um, e. coli, H. pylori, Epstein-Barr virus, which is commonly known as mono. So if you've ever had that even in your life, you still carry that virus. If you have Lyme's disease or lupus, any of those things um, will get worse the more heavy metals that your body has. Uh, pers from personal experience with Lyme's disease, which is a virus, um, when I became more aware of heavy metals and trying to detox heavy metals and not putting more into my body, my Lyme symptoms did get significantly better. So if you're struggling with any of the things I just mentioned, um, you're definitely going to want to put a lot of effort into minimizing uh, your exposure to heavy metals and you're going to want to work to detox the heavy metals from your body. And once any of the pathogens that I mentioned, like viruses, bad bacteria, fungi, etc., once they start multiplying, the first symptom that we're going to feel is in our guts. We're going to feel like we have gut imbalance. Our guts are going to become inflamed. That's kind of the first sign that there's, you know, that this is growing out of hand and probably is a result of toxic heavy metals. And um, this is actually how most people end up developing irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's disease, colitis, and shingles. And if you're ever going to be tested for um, things like this, you often you have to give a stool sample. But the issue with this, and this is important to remember if you ever have to give a stool sample to see if you have one of these things, um, all these bacteria that they're going to be looking for, they give off a lot of dead viral matter. And so when they look at the stool under a microscope, the dead viral matter actually looks like parasitic activity. So then you're going to be told that you have a parasite and you're actually going to be misdiagnosed because then you're going to treat a parasite, but you don't have a parasite. You have, you know, Crohn's disease or colitis or something else. So if you suspect that you might have one of those things and they tell you you have a parasite, maybe try to get a retest, ask if they could test you in some other way other than a stool sample just to confirm. Now I'm going to talk about um, mercury specifically and um, what mercury does to our bodies. Mercury weakens our immune system. It causes mental distress, so it can cause anxiety disorders and clinical depression. It can cause neurological problems. Um, it can even cause neurological Lyme's disease, which is actually a thing. Um, some people get neurological Lyme's disease when they first get Lyme's disease. Some people have Lyme's disease for a really long time, and then it'll eventually turn into neurological Lyme's disease. And it's really a tetz because then it starts attacking your nervous system, um, which is why, like for me, um, now that I have my Lyme disease under control, it's very important that I am cautious with my heavy metals because I don't want it to turn into neurological Lyme disease down the road. Uh, mercury also contributes to MS, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, ADHD, autism, and mercury also causes symptoms like fatigue, Tingle, tingles in the body, numbness, tics, spasms, migraines, ringing in the ears, weakness in the limbs, and trouble sleeping. 
Now let's talk about the positive part of the episode, um, and that's how do we protect ourselves? So even though heavy metals and other toxins can lead to many serious health issues, if it's not addressed, but if they are addressed, they are relatively easy to get rid of when you're hyper aware of their source. So when protecting yourself from heavy metals, diligence is going to be key and consistency will be as well. Um, so you're going to want to eat and drink foods that promote the detoxing of heavy metals, which I will get to um, what those are here in a second. You're going to want to avoid sources that add heavy metals to your body. So you'll want to avoid all the things that I've mentioned in the episode so you don't add more on top of what you're trying to get rid of. Because to really feel the benefits of getting rid of heavy metals, you're not going to want to add more on top of that because then you really won't feel any different. So let's talk about detoxing toxic heavy metals from the body. So here is a list of foods and supplements that help the body get rid of heavy metals. And I'm also going to post this list on list on my blog uh, either today or tomorrow. So keep an eye open for that. So the first food is cilantro. Cilantro is very effective at removing heavy metals and other toxins from the body. Cilantro helps to detoxify the liver. It balances glucose levels, prevents weight gain, and helps with brain fog. So when focusing on detoxing heavy metals, you're going to want to eat at least a half a cup a day to benefit from it. And it has to be raw, so you can't cook it. It has to be raw cilantro. So you can add it to smoothies. That's a great way to get it in. So you can just make sure you have it for the day. Um, you can put it on salads um, or make a sauce out of it, but you just wanna make sure that you're having at least a half a cup a day. Here's a little fun fact about cilantro. So if you're a person uh, with a cilantro taste aversion, you don't actually have a gene that says you can't tolerate cilantro. If someone has a cilantro taste aversion, and you can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes around taste aversion, it's due to the fact that that person actually has a higher oxidative rate of heavy metals in their system. So the metals in their body are corroding so fast that they have what you could call a toxic runoff and that toxic runoff ends up in their saliva. So the second that the cilantro comes in contact with their mouth, the phytochemicals in the cilantro start to bind to all the toxic heavy metals that are in their saliva, and it results in a really harsh, harsh sensation that they could describe as the cilantro tasting like soap or whatever they say it tastes like. So if a person has this issue with cilantro, Odds are that they really need to be eating cilantro. And so if you're someone who has, who can't, like can't tolerate cilantro, um, you do have a high amount of heavy metals and you do need to really be hyper aware of detoxing those heavy metals. And to do that, I wouldn't say force yourself to eat a bunch of cilantro, like that's just cruel. Um, I would recommend you to really focus on all the other foods that I'm going to say that are good for detoxing heavy metals and be very diligent about that for like a solid month 
and then start slowly eating more cilantro. So you can start by putting little bits in a smoothie or something so it's not like eating it straight and try to build up your tolerance for the cilantro. Because again, if you are having issues eating cilantro, you actually need it way more than anyone who can eat cilantro, no problem. The next food that helps you detox heavy metals is parsley. Parsley helps to alkalize the body. It's very helpful for preventing cancer and it helps those battling cancer as well. It removes heavy metals. It helps any mouth-related issue like gums disease, tooth decay, and dry mouth. So for parsley, if you're gonna be focusing on detoxing heavy metals, you will want to eat at least a quarter cup a day to benefit from it. And just like the cilantro, it must be raw. So you can add it to salads or smoothies. The next food is garlic. Garlic is a, an anti-pathogenic food. It prevents pathogens from hanging out in our body, so it gets them out. So it would help get out all those heavy metals lingering in your body. Garlic doesn't remove anything in your digestive tract that's benefiting you, so it will only help remove the bad stuff. And if you eat garlic and you find that it makes you gassy or bloated or you feel kind of like a gurgling sound in your stomach, Odds are it's working to remove viral particles, pathogens, or other toxins that are inside of your body. Um, garlic also helps to remove toxic heavy metals in the colon specifically. So if you have issues with the colon, garlic will be um, very important to have in your diet. So when focusing on detoxing heavy metals, you're gonna wanna eat two fresh cloves of garlic a day. And this actually also protects the body from getting sick. So if you feel like you're coming down with like a cold or the flu, you could eat two fresh cloves of garlic a day and it should help kick the um, sickness to the curb. And also you wanna make sure that when you are having those cloves that you freshly peel it um, out of a full bulb of garlic. You don't wanna buy it uh, pre-peeled because if you do buy it pre-peeled, you're gonna lose out on a lot of the benefits and that might actually cause you more stomach discomfort than if you buy a bulb of garlic and peel a fresh clove from that. The next food is sage. And I mentioned sage in the anti-inflammatory episode because it does have a lot of anti-inflammatory properties, which are really important when detoxing. And then sage also helps to remove heavy metals. Um, so for detoxing heavy metals, you will want to have two tablespoons of sage a day. You can find sage powder in capsule form if you want that, um, but if you can eat it during the day in like the actual leaf form, that's the best, but I understand it, it can be kind of difficult to eat um, that much during the day. Um, but you can also throw it into a smoothie if that's easier and then you still get you know the benefits of it being the actual leaf. The next food is plantain leaf. Now this is best to consume it dried and make it into a tea and try to drink one cup of the tea a day. And you can add a little raw honey to that if you want. Then you have red clover blossom, which is similar to the plantain leaf. You will want to have that in a tea form. So you'll want to find the dried flower blossoms and brew two tablespoons of that into two cups of tea a day. The next is wild blueberries. Wild blueberries are very detoxing and they will help the body um, rid itself of the heavy metals. They have insanely high levels of antioxidants, which make them very powerful. 
regular blueberries don't have the same properties. You can't really eat regular blueberries and think that it's going to help you detox heavy metals. They're just not as powerful. You definitely need wild blueberries. When focusing on detoxing heavy metals, you will want to have two cups of wild blueberries a day. Um, so you could have them in a smoothie or something. They typically are only sold frozen in most of the United States. Next, we have Atlantic Dulce Flakes. These bind to mercury, lead, aluminum, copper, cadmium, and nickel. These flakes help to remove these metals from the body. So you will want to eat two tablespoons of these flakes a day to really help detox heavy metals. And you can add them to smoothies, salads, or soups. They are a little salty, so they are kind of good on salads and soups because they give it um, some saltiness. The last food is celery juice, which I mentioned in the anti-inflammatory episode. Um, celery juice helps the body to flush out toxins in general, including heavy metals. So like I said in the anti-inflammatory episode, to get the most out of your celery juice, you will want to drink at least 16 ounces on an empty stomach every day. Um, so it would be 16 ounces in the morning shortly after you get up. And then after you drank your 16 ounces on an empty stomach, you would wait 15 to 30 minutes before having anything else. And as I mentioned also um, in the anti-inflammatory episode, and I'll mention it again, um, after 24 hours, celery juice oxidizes and it's not good anymore. And it definitely won't help you detox anything anymore. So you want to make sure that if you're going to juice the celery juice ahead of time, you need to drink it before 24 hours. Otherwise, it's not going to do you any good. So again, you're not going to want to go buy it from a juice place pre-bottled because when you buy it pre-bottled, it's been 48 hours that it had, has been juiced. So it's really not good anymore. Uh, so like I said, you can juice it the night before if you have really busy mornings and just have it in your fridge ready to drink in the morning. Now let's talk about some supplements that are really good at helping the body to get rid of heavy metals. The first is zeolite. If you're going to do zeolite, you're going to want to buy it in liquid form. So it comes in like a little dropper um, and it'll tell you how much to take a day. The next is spirulina. The best form of spirulina is Hawaiian spirulina um, and powder form is best, better than capsules. And you're going to want to try to have at least one teaspoon a day and you can mix it in water or a smoothie. The last supplement is L-glutamine. Powder form is preferable, especially if you're taking it to detox metals. So, um, I mean, you could take it in another form, but again, if you're trying to detox metals from the body, you're going to want to take a powder form of L-glutamine. And you will want to take one teaspoon a day in water or a smoothie. So that is everything related to toxic heavy metals. I know it was a lot, but hopefully if you realize that you have a lot of toxic heavy metal exposure and most likely have a lot in your body, you can now take the proper steps to help detox them from your body and hopefully feel a lot better. And if you ever have any questions about something from a specific episode or suggestions for a topic for a future episode, feel free to send me an email. 
at tdnutritioncoaching at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and join me next week as I discuss other forms of toxins that we are exposed to. Bye.